Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Peasant chat. That's right. We're talking to poor people. We're talking to the poors on a Sunday. I can't believe you even get up on a Sunday to watch me, but I've thought about moving the show over to prime time on Sundays, 8 o'clock p.m. A lot of people complain that they can't watch the show. And since football is over, and that was like my main competition, really, what's what's on at 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday? Not much, but I also want to just kind of relax at night. So I don't know. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. What should I do? I'll put it up for a vote on Patreon and the uh, members to see if I move the peasant chat over to nighttime so that more people can watch it and it's prime time and, it, you know, maybe the algorithm kicks some butt a little bit. So there were a couple of races this weekend, actually a lot of races this weekend. There was SCT that nobody, I, I didn't even know it was happening. Like Streetcar Takeover to me is such a like blah event that I go, eh, whatever. Like, I don't care. I don't look forward to it. I don't. I don't really, I don't look forward to any drag racing. Let's be honest. At this point, <clears throat> I've always told you guys that drag racing competitively to me is a is a, is a loser. Uh, there's no money in it. It's just a dick swinging fest. And like most, most of the people that your peers are fat, overweight, uh, fat, overweight, overweight, unhealthy gambling addicts. Like that's the people that you want to impress. That's the people that you want to like be around. No, no, thank you. So we'll talk about how three events on a weekend, on the same weekend, really diluted the coverage typically when you do an nmra you want to be the only event so that it gets the most traction online because let's be honest online it's what matters people are genuinely not showing up in person unless they're betting on a race streetcar takeover that's all online stuff nmra that's all online stuff lights out is different lights out is covered by probably the worst streaming service in the history of streaming services flow racing if you have Flow Racing and you watch four events a year, meaning 2K, Florida, and TX, Lights Out, and World Cup, nothing is worse than listening to a guy yell in the mic and have the coverage come on and off intermittently. So I started, I really started to like have like, not second thoughts, but 13 to 18 year old me is still inside me somewhere. And I'm like, why do I give a fuck about this stuff anymore? Like, I get it, it's my job, but my job is not really competitive drag racing. My job is tune fast streetcars. Like, I get way more enjoy, I, I get way more out of making a guy go fours, 60 to 130, figuring out a torque problem, figuring out a throttle body issue, figuring out the tuning of a vehicle that a gentleman either drives a lot or drives daily or just goes to his local meet and has fun with the guys than a guy that travels and competitively drag races. I would never, ever, ever in my life uh, aim to become one of these tuners that shows up to an event and tunes three or four cars in an event. Like I don't, not only do I not want to do that, if someone asked me to do that, I would say, no, I don't care how much money you're charging me. You're, you're paying me. If you said, Alex, can you be my tuner for a weekend for 5,000 bucks? No, I'm good. I'd rather go to the gym on Saturday morning, go to the beach, hang out. And on Monday morning, go through your logs and go, okay, here is because I, there's a work life balance that I want. And being a tuner for drag racers that race at one in the morning or competitively drag race it's not something i want to do i want to help you the 90 percent of people that have a street car that you have a regular full-time job you just want a little hobby have a little fun modify it run fours and 60 to 130 or threes 60 to 130 and once in a while go to a test and tune and have a bunch of fun that to me is attractive and i i, I think 13 to 18 year old wannabe drag racer billy badass swing your dick is slowly dying because it, after seeing these weekends events I, I just don't care I, I 
it, it just doesn't matter to me. Like, I, I don't want... But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about how the dilution of three or four events on a weekend really kills the traction, the vibe, and the popularity of those events. Also, on at Lights Out, they have a new class that I think is interesting. We'll talk about the streetcar bragging rights class on Lights Out. Uh, or They have like a Carolina. In, in the Carolinas, they have a... Uh, a let's just say uh, an event or let's just say a category of streetcars that you do blind qualifying, meaning you don't know what you run. So that means you can't sandbag. The biggest issue in the two case, FL and TX, is the sandbagging, where a guy that has run 730s or 720s is going to get shoved in the A class and he slows his car down on purpose and stays in the B class so that he can win something. And the blind qualifying absolutely negates sandbagging. You have to run all out. And you don't even know who you're facing until you face them. Imagine that. You go out there, run a qualifier. You have no idea what the car ran. And then when you find out you're paired up against another car, you're going to go, oh, shit, that car's a six-second car. That car's a seven-second car. Maybe I ran eight. You have a draggy in your car, so you have the ability to at least know where you stand, but you have no idea where anyone else stands. So blind qualifying for me is a way to go forward on streetcar stuff to kill the shenanigans. We'll talk about that, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, coming at you. Dina Hat Performance. DinaHatPerformance.com. You're gonna buy all your Whipple kits there. We're gonna talk about Whipple stuff too. That's gonna be interesting about how the perception of Whipple stuff has changed in the last week or so. P-Mass. Nick James and P-Mass. Nick James over in Michigan getting his. He's like building dodges and garages all day. But we gave away a cold air to Ken Phillips last week. We're going to be giving a cold air every month. DNA Hat Performance and PMS. Heatquartfarm.com. Quartfarm. Uh, motors, takeouts, transmissions, rear ends, lights, doors, shells, rolling chassis. Check them out. Two Auto Solution. Rami's at on the Two Auto Solution. I don't even know if he's alive. I haven't heard shit from him in over a month. Calumer Transmission is in NMRA. Gainesville ran a 972 yesterday with an MT82. It's about time he got it to the nines. Crazy how a Gen 3 Whipple car got it to the nines. Bellac, Bellac Industries, Damian Barato over in Miami selling some of the most beautiful, well-configured wheels I've seen on many late model platforms. R8, Lambos, Mustangs, SR50s, S197s. Beautiful, beautiful wheels. Check them out, Bellac. And MFP, MFP of Australia, MFP, god damn it, I am out of breath. MFP, Main Force Performance, Matt Coates, getting screwed over by the industry, owed $15,000 plus another $300, and was asked to buy his own product from China. Crazy, crazy stuff. Let's say hi to the people here, and then we'll talk about all the stuff that happened this weekend. 2000 MCR, Kel, my fucking lord. Why don't I ever remember to uh, copy and paste the uh, chat? Overlay on the on, on OBS, unreal. 2009 CR, Ken Phillips, I'm Hong Solo, Ka- Khalid Subwawi, Lonnie Rogers, Big J, Coyote Kelly, Travis, Money 540, B. Lavesh, Nuxo, Wesley Stewart, Diego, Big Guns, Joe Jackson, Insane, Mustang, Dixon, 225, Leon Phelps, 94 GT, Vert Clean, 93 GT, Mofler, Black GT, 50, Angel Puerto Rico, Cornfred Cow, Mark Christensen, Craig Walls, Mr. Bill Noonan himself. Yep, yeah, Craig, let me ask you a question. Why do you race? You know, you got a Billy Badass setup, right? You probably are successful. I don't know people that have the ability to buy a 
billet Noonan small block Ford, build a six second car in two weeks that aren't pretty loaded. So do you do it as a tax write-off? Do you do it as R&D? Do you have a successful business over here and you build transmissions or you have a carpeting business or you have a construction? Construction's like the funny one. Like every fast guy has a construction job. Or I'm sorry, uh, um, paving or yeah, maybe construction, meaning they run a construction company and they're loaded to, to the gills. So they need something to offset their taxes. Craig, answer me that question. Why do you raise? In, in realistic terms, I'd love to uh, have a conversation about that. Bus Willis, Reflex, The Wolf, Torque and Beans, Coyote, SK Jeff, Cortese in the house, Tate Speaks, SK Jeff, Let's Go Brainin, uh, Jack Stan, Nat Jew, Five Way Josh, AJ, Legion Fab, Ken Phillips again, Dustin Garrison, Smokin' ZX14, Turbo Addict, Mike S, Walter Hoffman, Richard Whedon, um, Douche Did It, D-Rock Fox, Tim O, Minibike, Vic L, South Detroit Entertainment, Legion Fab, Ken Phillips, Again, car life. Let's go all the way to the bottom. A lot of peasants here. Recon 50 Jay Green says, Racing Lights Out has been awesome. Flow Racing's coverage is horrible. The guy doing top-end interviews is a retard. You're not wrong. Abel, Matt Class, Kylon, Wild E. Coyote, Jared Wells, One Slow 50, Levi, Ray Williams, Go Fast Repair, Kaz, Joshua, Cardenas. So I care about is I care about Lights Out as I care as much about Top Fuel stuff. I, both are unattainable. Both are something I would never want to do because I know it's a money loser and I know it's a money loser because you build a $310,000 car to win 20,000 bucks and then you test, you blow it up, you probably blow it up in the middle. It's not a money maker. So a lot of you guys that, and again, 13 to 18 year old Alex, this is what I thought racing was. Oh man, I'm going to get a little truck and trailer. And I'm going to go to like a local event, right? And I'm going to dominate there. And then like sponsors are going to jump on board. I thought sponsors were just going to just give me money because I was a dumb young kid, right? No, what they do is they give you sensors. Maybe they give you a $5,000 a year stipend to go, here you go, go racing for 5,000 bucks. Maybe they give you a free torque converter, free transmission rebuilds, you know, sensors, shock sensors, maybe a tire here and there, but you're not making money. Meaning you can't take uh, a... 16 paychecks from your sponsors and contingency and pay your mortgage with it. It's just not how it works. You kind of have to have a gig that pays enough to allow you to go racing to then allow you to maybe get a couple of sponsors. And then you got to make sure those sponsors aren't fucktards and doing weird things. And they just want to, they don't just want to plaster their name on a already successful car. I've seen that already. I've seen places that they want to put their sticker on an already fast car. And I'm like, well, no, like, like if you want, if you want your sticker on my already fast car that I spent half a million to develop over the years, uh, you're going to pay me a yearly nut to have your stupid fucking sticker represent your stupid fucking company on my shit. So that's what I thought it was like. You're just going to get paid and things are great. No, no, your, your diet sucks. You're fat. Um, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> you know. A lot of you guys that think that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I get. I don't know Craig Wallace from a hole in the wall. I met him at World Cup, shook hands. He looked like a big, beefy dude. So I'm like, motherfucker probably does construction. And he goes, LOL, I have a site construction and paving company. I race because of the challenge, I guess. I literally work harder racing at this level than I do at work. Exactly. So if you think you're going to become just a Billy Badass racer a la Dominic Toretto, 
actually, Dominic Toretto is pro. You are more likely to become Dominic Toretto than a Craig Walls. You're going to be stealing VCRs from the back of an uh, 18-wheeler to afford engines on your shitty underglow uh, Civics. That's exactly... Uh, that, that is great. Okay, perfect. You want to become a racer? You want to become a street racer? You are less likely to become what Craig Walls is than you are likely to become what Dom Toretto is. You are more likely to become a criminal, fat, and a gambling addict during race becoming a racer then putting your head down establishing a successful business i repeat establishing a successful business first then craig walls has the ability to afford a good chassis hey some guy is selling a chassis all done all done up 25 3 25 2 we'll update it get it current Put Holly, Holly, your fuel tech in it. Billet Noonan Turbo 400, you know, Reed Case or Rossler. You know, you have a, a, a Neil Chance converter. You have a Marilette 9-inch. And you run, you know, Warriors class at 2,800 pounds. Okay, that's $150,000 just in money and not including labor. If you're thinking that you're going to become that from street racing, boy, you got it super twisted. I don't know of many people that started street racing and ended up owning, owning, not driving for, owning and driving for are two absolutely different things. I've seen a lot of people pop off on their off their cocksucker and I'm like, wait, you don't own that car you race. That car you race is somebody else's. That guy is successful. That guy has a paving company. That guy has a construction company and you're little and, and maybe a good good at the light and that's why you're racing. The badass is the owner. The badass is not the driver. A trained monkey, Coco the monkey, can bump in and release a trans brake. It's just how it is. So after watching a lot of the lights out stuff, guys, watch it. When it's not, uh, when the guy's not yelling at the microphone, when the guy's not yelling and screaming and asking people to do the wave, motherfuckers just betting. They're like, shut up. <laughs> Look at the people that are that are over there. Look at the people at the line. Really, really guys, seriously, watch it on your TV. Cast it from your phone. Watch it on a television that's high definition. And sit there and go, do I want to be this? And they're all out of shape. They're all kind of ghetto. They're all, their girlfriends look like shit. They look ridden hard and put away wet. And you go, yeah, I don't want to do this. Why would I want to? Why would I want to opt in for this? I want to join a hobby or a league or a or an event that everyone is fat, out of shape, gambling addicts, and their wives look like shit. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm good. I'd rather become a successful person first, and then if I want to dabble in racing, sure, there's nothing wrong with that. Alejandro Flores isn't loaded, but I do okay. And about the last thing I want to do is put all my money into one car and go competitively drag race. Because there's always somebody else that has a little more money, a little bit better chassis, a little bit better help. And I'm not going to be the best at it unless I'm willing to put ungodly amount of money in it. And what happens when I do that? You become obsessed. You become obsessive. You, your relationships fail. Name me a racer that has had a uh, successful relationship. 
and not strained at all in his whole racing career. Made it from beginning to end and the girl was ride or die forever. And she didn't look like a fucking rag. Not one motherfucker. So the NMRA, in my opinion, um, is like a light version of that where they've they've already said, look, we're not going to attract a bunch of people, a bunch of audience. Imagine holding an event during the same weekend as Lights Out. Like, did you not look at the schedule and go, one's in Valdosta. By the way, shout out to Raul and getting that track on point. It seemed to be, like, super legit. The event was seemingly great. I'm sure if you're there, you're having a great time. Record after record, track's great. I'm really happy to see a local guy from South Florida who bought South Georgia Motorsports Park and did really well for himself. And racing is his life, which blows my mind. But... He had a successful landscaping company first. You understand? You don't become rich drag racing. You don't become successful drag racing. Drag racing to me is a hobby, something you do after you've become successful. So I'm blown away that some people still to this day strive to become like badass racers. In my opinion, Valley 10 Speed is perfect. Valley 10 Speed does street hits, runs threes, 60 to 130, has an ESS blower, a 10R80 he built himself, stock motor, Gen 3 car, and yesterday he went to the track, kept breaking tensioners. I'm going to talk about that a little bit, the, the breaking of the tensioner. I think it's an ESS issue, not a Carlos issue, not a Valley 10-speed issue. So he then gets customers. Customers go, your car is fast. I want to make my car like yours. So he's like, well, I have a tuning company, Lund Racing, that we work really closely with. And we pretty much have a great program. I'll log for you. I'll build the car for you. I'll charge you. And you can go ahead and run fours or maybe threes if you configure it just like my car. That guy I'm excited for. I look forward to hearing from the customer going, dude, I can't believe it. My car runs 460 to 130. I took it to a test and tune and it went 9.0, went 9.2, or went 8.9. Oh my God, thank you so much. A lifelong dream. That guy doesn't care to be a drag racer. And that guy is 80% of my customer base. The, the Lund Racing customer base. See, a lot of people think that Lund Racing should be this people at the track racing. When in fact, that's like 20% of your, of your audience. We are 80% plus streetcar guys. JLT Colbert. 93 octane, boss intake, see you later. Then he goes to E85, then he gets headers, then he puts a Paxton on it at 9 to 10 PSI, and he lives his happy life. And that is rinse and repeated forever. That's a money maker. That's what I, Alejandro Flores, wants to concentrate on. I want to make sure that we become the best at that. And if that person wants to take it all the way to twin turbo and crazy shit, we can support him. But that guy is an anomaly. That guy is one of 100 where the other 99 are just happy to do streetcar shit. So let me talk about Valley 10 Speed's issue. So Valley 10 Speed right now has an ESS, I want to say sponsorship. But what's happening is ESS needs to maintain that sponsorship. You can't just give a guy a blower and say, see you later, represent us. Then he goes ahead and does excellent at representing you F as far as I know one of the if not the quickest 60 to 130 ESS cars Craig Walls might um correct me on that because he knows somebody that went eights with an ESS kit but let's say Valley 10 speed on the west coast is one of the quickest fastest e uh, 
at cars, period, with an ESS kit. So then he has issues with the tensioners breaking. His car currently has a G4 head unit. And it keeps breaking tensioners the moment the car is stressed out a little bit. Meaning in the middle of a burnout, if it taps a limiter or something, it kills a tensioner. That's not a build issue. That's, in my opinion, a blower issue. Now, remember back about two years ago, ESS said, Alex, if you're interested in a ESS kit for your F-150, let us know. We're developing a kit. Why has the kit not come out yet? In my opinion, they have not solved for the crank stress or the stress in the drive system that that blower um, causes based on the positioning of the blower. The blower is off in the left field. It's, 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 it's like pro charger. It's way out there. So now if there's any misalignment or anything is not happy, that tensioner should not be breaking. If anything, I would think the belt would slip first before the tensioner breaks. So Carlos is reaching out to ESS. And he's saying, hey, so like, what can we do about this? And apparently ESS is not helping. So this is me calling out ESS going, you have to maintain that relationship. Why not say, hey, bring the car here as it's configured. And let's figure out together why this tensioner keeps breaking. I can't have you go to the track with six belts and six tensioners for four passes. That just can't happen. So I would I would urge ESS, and again, only because they gave me a kit. Okay, this is Alejandro Flores. Take the whole Lun thing out of it. Because a lot of you guys go, oh, Lund's it. No, Lund nothing. Alejandro Flores is telling ESS to maintain the relationship of the people that are making your product go quick. In the West Coast, or even in general online, Valley 10 Speed's car is the ESS car. Period. It's it. It is it. When I think ESS, the fastest one in my okay, maybe not, um, maybe not uh, uh, Craig Walls's people, the, the one he knows that goes eights. But in my world, Carlos Vergara's car, Valley Ten Speed's car, is the quickest ESS car. So you would think that ESS would go ship us the fucking car. We'll figure it out. Maybe there's a misalignment issue. Maybe there are other issues. Who knows? Chuck says, does it have enough blow-off valve? Um, big boy, pro chargers, you don't have enough blow-off valve or malfunctioning blow-off valve. You can destroy blowers. But it's not the blower that's being destroyed. It's the tensioner in the drive system is breaking. So maybe it's not relieving the air once the throttle body shuts quick enough. Well, ESS might go, we might have to come up with a race blow-off valve to depressurize everything in the charge system. When somebody hits a limiter or lets off, I'm blown away that they wouldn't at least go, okay, this is a race kit, so let's do race car, you know, blow off valve stuff. So Chuck, that's actually a pretty damn good point. What's this guy's YouTube channel? The Valley 10 Speed guy you're talking about, he doesn't have a YouTube channel. He just lives on Instagram and he just does his own thing on um, on Instagram and I don't even think he does Facebook. He might be one of those guys that does TikTok because I don't fuck with any of that stuff. That kid brought the red car and a dad was a ride. That kid that bought the red car had a dad that was ride and then die. <laughs> I don't even know what happened to the red car. Jean Grey. She's, uh, I, I said, vaya con Dios, all you. And uh, I have no idea what happened with that. Leon Phelps says, there's no, there's no money in having track racers for your main customer base. Correct. And track racers, shout out to them. Hold on. I don't think they understand tuning. I think tuning and racing, okay. 
typically somebody else tunes your car. And I don't think a tuner can race and I don't think a racer can tune. I, I think it's two different talent. Uh, it's very rare to find a guy that can wrench and tune. And I think you should just stick with what you know, in my opinion. I, the tuning I, I do, obviously it's limited to stock ECU stuff. And I don't care to dial in traction control. If my car needs traction control, I'm at a level that is probably costing me, uh, you know, ridiculous amounts of money to, 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 to go down the track or my suspension setup sucks. I've seen guys without any traction control stuff go well into the sevens. And that's as quick as I want to go. I don't care about going sixes. I don't care about going low fours in the eighth. It does not interest me in the slightest. Because at that point, then, then you just, in my opinion, it's just not fun. So I stay in my lane. I stay in my eight second, maybe high seven second lane one day with the Fairmont. And that's going to be the goal with the Fairmont. Be a very analog, basic, uh, no traction control, just you know oh it's doing a wheelie put some lead in the front not turn off the boost controller here and angles fuck that here's some more lead in the front and if it goes up oh well you know that more weight fuck it i'm not that guy so i'm not one of those guys to rely on the electronics of the car to do all the work so i think it's just two different two different things that that don't necessarily intersect so track racers you know they they probably want everything to be tuned 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 and then let's say you have a chassis guy that isn't the tuner and the chassis guy's like I'd rather put more preload in the anti roll bar than to than to rely on the anti wheelie control or the traction control or what have you I, I, I when it gets to that level it's not fun it becomes a bickering contest then how much do you charge if you are charging 5000 bucks to show up at a track, you should be held liable for the performance of that vehicle 100%. So if the racer says, I'm loaded, you're my tuner, 5,000 bucks a weekend, a week, sorry, to be here. Oh, my piston blew up? That's on you, bro. Oh, the injector got sucked. Okay, cool. I don't care. I'm the two, I'm the guy funding the operation. Hey, my car spun off the line. Oh, it's because it's too greasy out there. Not my problem, tuner. So that's why I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be 100% responsible for a vehicle. I think the customer should have a lot of knowledge, and that's why I do these shows. Not because I'm the most knowledgeable, obviously. It's because I want to give you as much ammunition as possible so that you don't have to rely on the tuner. Hey, hey can, you lo can you lower the timing ramp? Hey, I, I got this PCM tech, and I could lower the timing ramp. Or you could put more weight in the back. Like, I'm one of those psychos that doesn't need to rely on tuning 100% to go zero to a quarter mile. I don't know. It's doing a wheelie. Put some weight in the front. It's not hooking. Put a little weight in the back if it's an IRS car. Like, I, I'm blown away that people go, well, what did you tell me with? Um, yeah, so mini bike, I saw that, but I, I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Sorry. Um... It's braking on not only D-Cell Monty 540, it's braking when it hits a limiter. So Chuck might be onto something, and Carlos Vergara, when it comes to blow-off valve stuff, he might be onto something. It's odd that the tensioner would break instead of shredding the belt. Well, he has a badass belt. I still feel bad for the red car. It was super nice. It didn't deserve that kind of treatment. It wasn't that nice, guys. It was, it was, that car was a 10-footer. It wasn't that nice. Is there a way for y'all to flag racers so you know they're wait, wanting a different level of support? No. Um, no, no, because... I don't think we should charge more because then 
they're going to give you more responsibility above and beyond what we can do remotely. You understand? Like, let's say, for instance, um, somebody pays me $1,000 for a racer support over the weekend. Okay. Send me a data log. Hey, it spun off the line. You have a boost controller. So lower the boost off the hit. Well, I don't want to, like, lose. The car's not hooking. What are, what are your suspension settings? Well, I got this, that, and this, and that. Okay, that's what we got. How's the track prep? Looks pretty good. So you're like, I guess I can lower spark, but... And then you lower spark, and the guy goes, oh, it got down, but it was slow. Okay, so here's a little more spark. Oh, it blew the tires off. Okay, then, what the fuck? Like, get to work. You sit there and analyze and video and have your people make adjustments. Why didn't you test? I Look, I am psycho about testing. Like... I'm blown away that people don't see that before a big event, these cars have already made eight passes, ten passes down the track before qualifying. And them, some of them have blown up motors. Some of them have messed up the rear end. Some of them have you know, blown up the supercharger, the turbo, the line, this and this and that transmission. So that by the time the event comes around, you think that's their first hit? These guys test. When there's a big event, testing starts Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then maybe Friday night you start qualifying. Stop it. Uh, DNA says, Jared, hit us up for Vikings. In my area, says Madi50, most real track racers that go rounds are shop owners, tuners are making more money from, or tuners that are making more money from this industry. Um, you should watch our PMZ video on their World Cup experience. At the end, they go into detail how trusting someone will with their motor cost them 50K and the tuning specifics as to why. Boy, I might have to watch that, Colby. But I don't know Fran. He seems like an okay dude. I, I don't know him. Um, okay, so I saw the beginning of the video. And he talks about how he's more familiar with um, stock computer stuff. HP tuners, fuel, uh, uh, not fuel tech. HP tuners and, and, and other shit. But not Holly stuff. So then he trusted a, a Holly guy to fuck with his shit. And then it blew up. Some stuff. I, I won't talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the video and I'll talk about it another time. Valley Tempsby, good morning, sir. I want to clear something up. ESS didn't give me a free kit. They still made me pay for it. Nothing has been given to me for free. Thank you so much, Valley Tempsby. Okay, ESS. Now it's customer support. If ESS did not sponsor you a kit and they're leaving you high and dry with a G4 that busts tensioners all the time, ESS needs to get on the ball and stop saying something's wrong and then two word answers and you don't hear shit. What you have to do, ESS, is figure it out because someone like me is out there popping off how ESS is badass stuff. But if I start hearing that you're not taking care of Valley 10 Speed who paid for a kit, I might not want to say that stuff. No, it's not It's not uh, blackmail. It's more like reality. You need to support their stu- your stuff if he's out there perform making it perform like it does because people are buying ESS kit kits under the allure of it being badass but then when your top tier customer like Valley 10 speed is not getting taken care of I might have a different opinion on that we're gonna find this Valley 10 speed social media just go to Instagram and type in Valley 10 speed I got sponsored a G4 kit as well and my experience at ESS doesn't care in supporting the people after trying to get after it oh bandit that would be awful 
Guys, remember that red car was VMP's test car. Exactly. The red car was VMP's test car before I bought it. When I bought it, it had the most hodgepodge piece of fucking shit wired up fuel system ever. It was an absolute atrocity. It cost me 1500 bucks to get a brand new fuel system in there. When I bought it with the motor, I needed to get it completely redone. Lifter fell off, broke the timing cover, a bunch of stuff. It cost me $5,000 after I bought it from VMP to make it work. Okay? So don't be buying any of VMP's old cars. They're probably fucked up. Or they hit a bear. Or they hit a bear. <laughs> No, it wasn't Christian. It was his uh, brother-in-law. His fucking brother-in-law smashed my shit. Uh, people won't spend the money testing, but will spend hundreds of thousands of dollars testing to qualify a race. That certain tuner that I sent you on Insta last week called your boss since you called him out. No, no tune, No one has called my boss. No, look, if they want to call my boss based on shit I said here, that's hilarious. This has nothing to do with Lund. I work for Lund. No different than if I work for Burger King. Are you going to call Burger King if I talk shit on your tuning skills? What's weird is that he's had a Holly in his car for years and has done Holly cars in his shop. That's why I don't want to speak on it. You understand? I don't know the backstory. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to speak on it. I don't know shit about Fran. I don't know shit about RPM. I don't know shit about shit. I'm just going to let it lie. Move on with my life. I don't care. Uh, customer support is important. Yeah, it was a damn informative video. I had no idea you could detect knock by the oil pressure fluctuating. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, yes. Well, not only that, Colby. A back pressure sensor or a crankcase sensor. A crank pressure, crankcase. Imagine what's happening in a crankcase. Let's say you have a certain amount of allowable blow-by and the graph is just goes up and straight and smooth. So the crankcase, the pressure in the crankcase is, let's say, linear. Let's say you boost it to 20 PSI and the boost cur- uh, the, 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 the crankcase pressure curve is pretty good. But then let's say you boost it to 30, 35 PSI. Now it gets wavy. So what would cause a wavy graph in a crankcase pressure sensor? Potentially a detonation event, the rings rattling or the piston rattling. So many things could cause that. So you can look at it and go, look, it's rattling on the bottom here. There's probably detonation happening if the knock sensors are not picking it up. And also coolant pressure. Coolant pressure is another great sensor you have to have because if at 20 PSI you're good, 30 PSI you're good, 40 PSI you're good, 50 PSI your coolant temp, coolant pressure sensor is going up, your heads are not sealing anymore if it's a wet deck. Keep it stupid simple. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Come on. He, he's not going to call my boss. Please stop it. Wait, I thought you worked at Taco Bell, not Burger King. Um, hey, Alex, I'm currently trading a heavy cat red eye for a 2020 GT. I don't know why you did that. Oh, you're looking to go 460 to 130 with an ESS. You tell me everything to buy, and I'll buy it, then reach out for a Luntoon. ESS G3X, 100mm pulley, 4 innovations fuel system, ID 1300s, built trans. ESS G3X, 100mm pulley, 10R. Built 10R, because the clutches are going to smoke. It'll do fours a couple of times. You're going to get a uh, built 10R, ESS G3X, 100mm pulley, 4 innovations fuel system, level 2 with two 285 pumps, ID 1300s, and a Luntu. And it'll go 4, 4, 9, 4, 8 pretty easily. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That story is so good. Yes, I said that, Chuck. Listen to the show. Hit live. Uh, I've been running a crankcase pressure sensor for years. Does Jake still have the red truck? I was rewatching the old videos and you made it on. It was super nice. Yes, 
Jake still has the red truck. He started experiencing transmission issues, just like every 10R80 does at about 800 rural horsepower. It was fine for two years. All of a sudden, he went racing with his boys, bumped it up to 13 PSI, 14 PSI, won a couple of races, lost a couple of races, and then on his way home, it just started flaring on the shift. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I go. He goes, Alex, what do you think the problem is? I go, the transmission. Like, every 10R80 is a piece of shit. Now, Streetcar bragging rights on Lights Out is an interesting um, um, thing to talk about because of the blind qualifying. I think it's wonderful. It kills all the stupid sandbagging. That's why I think drag racing is shit. Everyone thinks they're fucking street outlaw grudge racers, and they all sandbag and they try to they try to break. Just run run it all out. See where you stand. And w- what's wrong with that? No, nowadays everyone's a bitch, and they cut they cut their boost controller off, you know, or bring it up to only twenty psi just to be in the B class and win two thousand dollars. But what they also have the uh, the streetcar bragging rights in the Carolinas is they also have an overdrive event, which I think is hilarious. An overdrive class, meaning the car has to have an overdrive transmission. And I'm like, oh, so you want transmissions scattered on the ground? You want transmissions slipping, popping, binging and bopping, and booping and bipping. And I'm like, oh my God, why would you ever want that? So people are like, well, what about a 4 or 200? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Just get a Rossler. Just get a, get a Rossler with a gear vendor's overdrive. Like, does that help? Does that count? Like, it says overdrive. So what if I have a gear vendor's in my 400? Is that an overdrive? Technically, it's an overdrive. Um, you think Jake would know if the transmission was, I think, you know what? Jake didn't want to have to do anything to that truck. He's like, I don't want to put a transmission in this truck. I'm like, well, you, then if you're going to live at 800, 850 on a 4,300 pound, 4,400 pound truck, transmission time. Who do I get my transmission built by? Then you can go to midnight or you can go to, um, RSA. Right, RSA, which is like a company out of uh, Florida, used to be um, Rare Fab. They used to be Rare Fab. Now they're called RSA. Um, I've seen halfway decent stuff come out of there. Um, you can go to um, what's the guy up in um, Ohio? The guy that built. Um, he used to. He used to be a homeboy's. Uh, homeboy's um, tech. I forget his name. Shit, I'm trying to think what his name was. It's, it's, it's in Ohio. He's built a bunch of 10Rs, and they've been really good. For Coyote T56 swaps, is the clutch set up basically a Coyote clutch with a 26-spline disc? Yes. Yes, exactly. 1080 drums are aluminum and wear fast. Pinks, fives. Did the dealership fix the 13 and get a ship? No. And I did one of the things that I hate to do. I had to call them and go, what the fuck? So, I again, this is a saga that uh, there's nothing straight up with me. There's always a fucking story. I can't just buy a car. I gave the money. Here's money. Give me my car. Oh, uh, well, we still waiting on programming. It's a Ford IDS tool. Yeah, we're still working with Ford Performance. You're lying to me. Something else is wrong with this car. Ship me the fucking car. So I'm going to call them Monday. I'm going to say, did it get fixed? And they go, nope. Okay, ship me the car. S- Whatever I have to do to sign away the fact that an ABS light is not working, fine. Ship me the fucking car. I'll fix it in a day. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, they specifically call out no heat vendors. It's a, no heat vendors. It's a stupid ass class. No, no gear vendors. Oh, exactly. So if you're if you're advertising an overdrive class, it is going to be awful. You'll have some 10R80 cars that go a decent number. You'll have guys that put Chevy transmissions in Mustangs. You'll see guys that have a 4R70W. 
you'll have guys that'll have um boy, I don't think you, you can't do a manual valve body six R eighty. That'd be cool. With a with a with a with a button uh, and it had the overdrive work. That's what I'd love to do on the Fairmont. Um Scott Richardson, okay. Considering gunning the small block forward out of my Fox, dark blocks are outrageous nowadays. Seems like a Coyote would be ideal. Would a Gen 2 6R car with a PD blower hold the tone on the show? Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Anthony McGinnis, you don't understand. Like a lot of people that um don't want to build a dark block or a man of war or an A4 block, old school shit, small block forward, they're afraid of the coyote stuff because they don't know it. But I'm telling you, a I'm telling you a a coyote swap, a Gen 2 motor can propel a light car to go sevens, no problem. No problem. High sevens, low eights, no problem. If the car weighs 20 something hundred pounds, 2,800, 2,700 pounds. And if it blows up, you'll get another one and throw it in there. Right? And then you, I, I would have a spare. Right? So if, you, if you're going to do the stock motor game, you got to have a spare. If you're going to do the built motor game, you still got to have a spare. So I would just get a Gen 2 bottom end, cranks, crank sprocket, oil pump gears, um, PD blower. Uh, 6R or a Turbo 400, whatever, and you do roll shit or street shit and have a good time. And have it live in the 2022 PSI range and be super happy. Steelers, just man, just said, just saw Ruby Red 14. I sent you, yeah, for $30,000. I'm good. Uh, the dealership is hiding the car either got hit on the lot or trans engine blew up. I'm going to ask them for a video tomorrow. Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna call them today. I'm going to call them today. Um... I'm gonna text them. They have a texting. They have a texting thing. Let me see. Eight eight eight. Da 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 da. Don Jonathan. Honestly, uh, if they if it's in the body shop, boy. Here we go. No, no. Did I hope I didn't delete that? Did I delete that? The day got away from me. Everyone's texting me. God damn it! I could have sworn I uh, they had a text feature here. Okay, I'm going to have to hit him up later. I'm going to go, hey, so I want a picture of this car today. You guys go over there and take a picture of this car because something tells me y'all playing games because I bet you it got hit, like you said. It got hit, and if it got hit, I'll know. Like, I'll know. Um, but the fact that they're talking ABS stuff, it just sounds fucking weird to me. It's goofy. It's weird. I, I, I'm just, yeah, yeah what, what are you going to do? S197 is a Hellcatcher winning the Overdrive Classes. Nobody cares. Man, I hate that shit. Nobody can just do what they tell you. How fast do you think you can go with a bone stock 6 r in your Gen 1? Um, nines. I think the 6 r will allow me to go nines no problem without building it. The forward planet might be an issue, so I might have to soften up the shift so it doesn't smash the forward planet. Um, keep the torque reduction on. 60 the car pretty hard, and it should go nines um, pretty easily. What's up? Uh, Nardi says, hello. Uh, AJ says, Alex, any updates on the fleet? Uh, Trinity Motor? No, no updates. No. If there was an update, I'd give it to you. I know that the uh, Fox Body Nitrous Kit has been installed and done. I'm going to go pick it up today. So that means I got to go get the trailer, drive two and a half hours north, and then drive two and a half hours back. That That's the problem with finding someone competent to, to work on your shit. You got to you gotta drive way out of your way. So there's there goes five hours just in drive time. Um, call them now on the show. I definitely ask for a current walk-around video. I do that. Hey, let me do that. Oh, my God. Truviate's alive? What the hell happened to you? Fuck me. <laughs> he probably got a life. He probably bought an S197 and start mess, stopped messing around with a whole bunch of shit. They were out beating on it. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to I'm gonna call him. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> he 
let's call him live. I got I forget his number. It's it's in uh, South Carolina. Here it is. Okay. Let <laughs> let's do it live. Okay. Thank you for calling How Long Chevrolet, located in Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina. Of course. If you know your party's extension, <laughs> dial it at any time. Please select from one of our following Dude, options. I wonder. Press one for sales. Hmm. Press two for service. Press I would, three. I would think it's sales, right? Okay, hold on. Thank you for calling Herlong Chevrolet. Are they close? Located in Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina. <laughs> if you know your party's extension, I think they're closed because all those guys do that church shit. Please select from one of our following options. <laughs> I think they're closed. Press one for sales. How are you not open on a Sunday? Dealerships. Look at that. <laughs> they're probably at church. Fuck me. I guess they're at church. Oh, fuck. Um, hopefully the dude with the southern accent picks up. I'm going to text them. <laughs> well, how come, you know, let me see. Uh, Herlong Chevrolet. They're out of uh, South Carolina. I'm like, where's my fucking car, dude? Like, just I just want my car. No, no, no. Lund, Jason, Lund. The shipper, Alec, hit me up. Another one. My dentist hit me up. Boy, you know how many people have hit me up? Oh, my God. Nope, I guess I don't have the fucking number. Jesus Christ, I guess I'll call it Monday. Ricardo's at, at driving Oxygen 1 around. Dealerships are closed on Sunday. How are dealerships closed on Sundays? How the fuck are dealerships closed on Sundays? I bought most of my vehicles on the weekend. You're closed on Sunday? Like, cause a church? Fuck out of here. Most states are illegal to be open on Sunday. That's stupid. Oh my God, that's so stupid. Oh my God. A dealership? If it's in South Carolina, if it's close, I can drive over. Jay Green. Okay, uh, Herlong Chevrolet. <laughs> Actually, Herlong Ford. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Herlong Ford SC. So they're located on... Um, Edgefield, South Carolina, 775 Augusta Road, Edgefield, South Carolina, 29824, Herlong Ford. So if you see a uh, Sterling Silver Gen 1 with Brembo wheels and Brembo brakes, let me know because I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I'll call them live on the Tuesday show. They're too busy uh, slapping Bondo on it to answer the phone. Could you imagine? I'm... I'm from South Carolina. All dealerships are closed Sundays. You fuck. No wonder those areas are so unproductive. Now you know why I don't want to live in, the, in those shit-ass areas. You work 24 fucking 7, bro. Like, get that money. Oh, we're going to take Sunday off. From what? Selling cars? Sitting on your ass and selling cars? Fuck out of here. They're missing out on a lot of money being closed on Sunday. They're so stupid. Like, I remember up, up north, liquor stores were closed on Sunday. And the moment they opened back up on Sunday, it was like a boom. Um, depends on the state if they're closed or not. Go check it out, Jay Green. That church shit. Yeah, they're on that. Whatever. Go to church. Then get the fuck out of church and go back Go back to work. It's law in Texas. Dude, Texas is a fucking shithole. That's why I left that fucking state too. T Texas Texas makes no sense. Uh, shut the fuck up. South Carolina has blue laws. Some areas don't sell beer at Walmart. Yeah, whatever. I... I I don't know what's going on with that car, but the nitrous fox is done. So what I'm going to do is, by the way, does it's the law, what fucking law, law to, to not work on Sunday. Stupid. I think it's a, a illegal to record a call without telling them, oh, they never answered. 
<laughs> so unless the unless the automatic uh unless the answer machine is going to sue me whatever i'll just call and say hey you're being recorded <laughs> oh i don't want to be recorded oh, okay well guess what uh phone calls over most states don't allow motor vehicle sales on sunday texas doesn't sell alcohol before noon on sundays too it's not law in texas says scott andrews almost bought a house in texas i'm glad i moved to florida bro don't ever move to texas if you want to be free texas ain't it Texas is going to be blue real soon, and it's flooded with Venezuelans, Syrians. <laughs> they, like, fuck, I'm good with that place. Um, I literally bought a beer in Walmart yesterday in Myrtle Beach, uh, South Carolina. It's a Bible Belt State, too, if I remember correctly. Oof, Herlong Ford is 80 miles from me. Don't even bother going. It's illegal to sell cars in Sundays in Pennsylvania, believe it or not. Look, look at where the most productive states are, and look at how often they're open. They're open 24-7, okay? They're open all the fucking time. There is no closing. And if you want to become a productive member of society and you want to actually make money, you got to end up in a state that does something similar. States that shut down for dumb shit, cool. That's, that's all fine and good if you, love, if you love time off. I want to be able to get parts anytime, anywhere. And that was the problem when I lived in Massachusetts. Most Sundays, you couldn't get shit anywhere. Nothing was open. Um, no beaches in Texas. Well, not not sexy ones. I work the twilight shift, then go to church, then go back to work, then go work. Got work today. Called called bang your cousin in on a Sunday. If you're trying to drink alcohol on a Sunday before noon, you might need to check yourself. What about buying it for the party later on? Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think about buying some beers, modelos for the cookout later? You ever think about that? I saw Poppy Trump once, South Carolina. Dude, like, it wasn't even close. Um, so, anyway, what the hell were we going to talk about? Uh, competitive drag racing is important. I, I don't know. I, I think um, back on the competitive drag racing thing, do any of you guys watch racing? And do you ever go, I want to do that exact same thing? Or do you just watch it for the sake of watching it? Meaning, do you watch somebody go down the track, run like a 360 with a 275 drag radial, and go... Oh my God, I want to do that someday. And then when you realize it costs $300,000, your marriage, your house, and your kids to do that, you're going to find out really quickly it's not worth it. And a lot of guys get caught up in the in the respect factor. Like, I want to be respected by my peers. Who the fuck are your peers? Like, go, go look at racers and see if those are people you consider your peers. Like, I don't want to be respected by those guys. I don't care to get garner their respect in any way, shape, or form. I care about me and my friends and close people around me. I don't care about some stranger that, you know, supports certain racing events. And, and I want to be looked at as a, as a badass in his eyes. Like, that's crazy to me. I went to Tempe, Temple 5... Uh, Oh, I went to Temple 5 this morning. I got to work at 9.30 after that. 80% of America drinks on Sunday afternoon. I guess they don't watch football exactly. Why is your car her long? They are known for good work. Oh, my God. You do hit live. That's where I bought it from. I like street rolls. Call me a child. I blame YouTube. I watch Lund Racing 6.7s and I want to do it. Uh, okay. Reflex, $300,000. It costs $300,000 to go 6.70s. Are you willing to do that? Yes or no? Yes or no? If you want to go sixes, it costs $300,000 right off the rip. What do you mean, Alex? Okay, car, 50,000 bucks. Chassis work, 40,000 bucks. Engine, 
20,000 bucks four times because you're going to go through a bunch of engines. Transmission, 20,000 bucks three times. Converter, 3,000 bucks five times because you got to redo this and then rear end. Rear end setup. Oh, that, that's part of chassis work. We'll talk about that. Wheels and tires, five grand right off the rip. And then the labor, the labor, the labor. 300. Craig Walls, you're on here. If you were to put a dollar amount on your build, small block Ford, billet Noonan, 400 trans, badass chassis work, 4i, how much would you, if you had to put a price tag on your car, have you spent on that car that has gone sixes? It's either 275 or 325, somewhere in the middle, between 275 and 375. I'm talking everything. Took me four years to gross three hundred thousand dollars. I'm good, exactly. I paid a thousand sixty-three for twenty twenty-three. One day my couch won't touch the wall. Alex, that's why I don't take. That's why I don't do track. It's all ego and toxic. I, dude, it's super toxic. Racing track stuff is super toxic. Well, street stuff is toxic too. I just do test and tunes, and I'm happy. Billy the kid, only because of the family aspect. I wish I could do more stuff like that with my dad. Nobody I hang with buys alcohol and waits till later to drink. They crack that shit open and ball out at the moment they step out of the car. There's levels to racing. You got to fit in what you can afford. Shooting for the stars is not realistic. Daily driver classes are great and uh, easy to build. Most people build for a class they can't afford. Bryson Witt says, nope. I just want to have a car that can get down on the street and track and have fun. Maybe mid to high eights, Bryson. So $150,000 car. Mid mid <laughs> shit don't forget all the support in the background trailer to all oh, thank you so much hundred thousand dollar f450 f350 thirty thousand dollar trailer tools equipment parts chuck is on the money the race program is not worth it it's not worth it and you know what's the best thing to do if you want to get into racing i'm going to tell you the best way to get into racing right you'll wait for someone that's in the middle of a divorce and you buy their shit that's right. How many of you have taken a car from scratch? I'm stupid. I'm taking the Fairmont and I'm taking it to get chassis work, but I'm not looking to be Billy Badass. But I should have just bought an already chassis up Fox body that someone's in the middle of a divorce has to give up. Why? Because the woman is going to take every fucking thing. And you know what? You want to hear something crazy? She probably deserves it. Because you just stayed in the fucking garage doing dumb shit, racing. You'd be out with the boys all the fucking time. And she's out there taking care of things. She's, one day she says, I'm fucking Pablo. Pablo has a way thicker dick. He works at Target stocking and he pays attention to me. And all I want is quality time. So this is how you get into racing. You wait and wait for somebody to get divorced and you buy their whole racing operation for pennies on the dollar. Buy an already built race car. The fair one, I'm doing it because it's not safe. Okay. And it's I have an emotional attachment to that car. But I don't have any girls to tell me, oh, spend time with me. Fuck that. And I can make content and get paid. Each car has a way of making money. So if one car doesn't, look, once the, once the, not, I've already decided. Once the notch goes nines, stick for sale. Because I'm going to take that money and roll it into the Fairmont. 
Some people get caught up in the dreams and not reality. Stick with what you can afford and have fun. You put all this money into it and get paid $10,000 and sometimes it's not even that sad. But Alex, I can drive my 7 cent car to the track with a jack and a toolbox in the back. My ass. Exactly. Buy an already built race car. Most car lots are closed. On Sunday, hit live. I'm happy with just when the AC works and don't forget the costs even go up. Race, hotel, etc. So we won $10,000 when we won the uh, Street Fighter class. So net, meaning after it's all said and done, I think Lund Racing still was down 5700 bucks or something. Because it cost that much to attend a race. Hotel, food, seven weeks, seven days in a hotel, in and out, eating all the time, uh, uh, gas, internet. Like it, It's just stupid. And then you got to travel 13 hours. Like, I'm like, look, Alejandro Flores doesn't want to go to any race, but I'm going to support the people that support me, Lund Racing. But if tomorrow they're like, hey, we're not going, I'm like, thank God. Thank God. I don't want to go to any of them. Uh, Where's Craig Walls? Craig Walls here? Did he answer how much his car cost? Oh, he retracted. Oh, why'd you retract, man? God damn it. I want to know what you guys are talking about. My race program, buy a new GT500 runs, my, my race program, buy a new GT500 runs 10 stock and be happy. I do like the all motor class and no, I'm done. I just want, I, I'm not even going to read that comment, all motor and I'm done. <clears throat> I just want my car to run less, I would just want my car to run less than I need all that crazy stuff. So 150 and less includes overall racing. If you guys stick to 9.0 and 150 and under, it's a great time. It's a great time. You don't need a crazy sassy cage. You don't need stupid safety shit. You don't need a bunch of crazy stuff. And your car generally is easy to maintain. If you want to be, if you want to be slow and stick to the 9.0, that's why I want to build the S197. I want it to be a 9.190 car. Faster than a Model S Plaid. Or quicker, sorry. Quicker than a Model S Plaid. That car, I do not want to make a 8 second car out of it. Because now it's built motor, built this. And it's kind of unattainable. And I want to try to build something as if you were building it at home. And if I can get down to the low nines with the Gen 2R, I'll do that. To be a millionaire in racing, you got to start a billionaire. Senior yesterday and I had a nice, long heart-to-heart. Probably about, uh, not an hour, but pretty close. And the guy, he's tired. He's tired. And he, he'll tell you, he'll tell you, how do you become a millionaire drag racing? You start out with $2 million. That's about exactly how it how how it is with racing craig wall says i put about one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in it last year but i got a smoking deal on the roller to build it from scratch would be over two hundred thousand dollars easily there you go there you go and i appreciate you kind of verifying that you better get a move on on that fairmont running sevens i'm a junkyard 302 and rewiring my fuel pump away from running va in bucephalus no you're not that car will not run anything i've already bet you i've already put money up that said that that car will be running before that car will run a a, a, a a seven before your car runs on its own power with a V8. With the V8 you said you were gonna put in a 352, whatever the fuck that is. Um and then you have backup parts in the trailers, even though it's already bought, you still spent that money to have it there. Exactly. Um call you in a bit, Chuck. Nice, Craig. Look at that. We're networking here. Craig and Chuck doing work. And you know what the good thing about Chuck is. I wish Chuck was closer. I would trust Chuck to do a lot of work for my stuff. You know, like um, if I was to say, hey, I'm going to put a, VAB, a VMP Gen 2R in my, in my uh, future silver car that's probably getting Bondo right now. He'd do it. Hey, I want to put a fuel system in it. He'd do it. Here you go. But 
down here, it's just a bunch of fucking jokers. And you can't trust anybody down here. I don't trust anybody down here. I just do all, my, all the work myself. This is why Lambos and McLarens are popular. Finance $300,000, lose a few bucks, stunt resell for two sixty. I'm sticking to 700 horsepower because I don't want to spend 1000 on tires every month. Wait, to beat a Model S Plaid consistently, you would have to have a high second car anyway? No, not really. 9293 car? If the car's a consistent 9293 car, all I have to do is cut a light. Um, one of my customers put well over $250,000 into his redoing his GT500. Is it the red one? I don't want to name names because I don't know if you guys are still in good standing. Um, Turvy will definitely catch tetanus before Alex. I'd rather live on APSI and have a good daily driver. Um, best place to find a Gen 2R. Now, that's going to be the fun one. So let's go to Facebook Marketplace because we like doing this together. I haven't gone to Facebook Marketplace in forever, and I haven't typed in Gen 2R because my problem is if I see it, I'm going to want it. So um, let's go to Alejandro Flores. Oh, my God. I, I keep seeing this VMP stuff everywhere, and I'm, I'm just laughing. And I'm like, do you guys not understand that it's better to under promise and over deliver than the opposite because guys everyone's out there nine second capable kit well let's say you're a 210 pound guy you buy a 24 mustang a whipple supercharger boostane and you go out on a 2000 da day aka summertime and the car runs 1040 you're gonna go where did my nine second time slip go so that's the problem with over promising Sorry. And yeah, over-promising and under-delivering. So I think it's better. Believe it or not, you're going to think I'm crazy. I think lethal is in the driver's seat here. Um, to beat a uh, to beat a 10.5 should be easy. To beat a 9.9 with an auto is going to be really difficult. So I'm kind of blown away that they're... I'm kind of a VMP. Type of VMP. I'm kind of blown away that they're promoting... They're promoting nines, 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 nines nonstop. And I'm like, oh, bro, I, you shouldn't do it. You, you, you should not take that route. I think you should really take the under promising and over delivering than the opposite. I think you're going to be stuck in a position where you are now owing people nine second quarter mile ETs to an auto. Whereas uh, lethal can say, hey, ran 10.5. So anybody can run that number. Even if you hit the brakes between the shifts. Yeah, there's nothing for VMP Gen 2Rs on Marketplace. Hey, guys, do me a favor. If any of you guys come across a VMP Gen 2R kit or a Roush 15 to 17 kit, hit me up at ydbtforlife at gmail.com. I'll have it uh, saved up just in case. I seen someone selling a Gen 2R. Send it to me. Mac, send it to me. And uh, ydbtforlife at gmail.com. Send it to me. Any VMP Gen 2R kit or 15 to 17 Roush kit. That's all. Not a Gen 1 kit, not a Gen 3 kit, not a, a Gen 2R or a Roush 15 to 17. Chuck says, I'm no, not the red one. Chris's GT500. Oh, the blue one. That car is gorgeous. Oh, so now you want to get more specific just to win the bet? I remember verbatim what the original bet was. All I need is a running and functioning V8 in my car, and I'm knocking on that door right now. Okay. Okay. Just because it runs doesn't mean it. Do you think runs means idling in your fucking engine bay, dickhead? You're the one popping off on this 352 shit. Now you're changing the argument. You said you'd have a 352, da-da-da-da-da, 600 NA horsepower. Shut up, clown. Go back to sleep. Go go back to where the fuck you were a couple of months ago. 
If owned for your channel, would you race? Yeah. I raced before I even had a channel. I raced uh, Test and Tune stuff. I think it's fun. I race on the street here. You know, there's Palm Beach has a lot of exotics, a lot of Lambos, a lot of McLarens, a lot of Supras, a lot of BMWs, a lot of fast cars I like to get down. Again, I'm not going to go in and organize at an organized meet and race, but if I cruise and I find a race, catch a body that way, not a problem. A lot of business over promises. That's how they make their money, unfortunately. There's a 2.3 in San Antonio for 3K. I'll, I'll be on the lookout. Thanks for the intake, by the way. Scott Andrews. Did you get it? Chuck says, NPR engine, Rhodes chassis work, liftoff one-piece front end, Marillette rear, performance 400, Jose turbo, race wires, complete rewire, pretty much no expense spared, carbon roof. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Big money. So is it a 7-cent car yet? Because I, I, I remember it was like an 8-1 car for a very long time, if it's the blue one. Um, now, my blue car, I can probably configure it to be a 7-second car if I do something similar. But at the end of the day, I don't want a seven-second car problems. Like, I had a Turbo 400 in there. It sucked. I hated it. The catch can, constant leaks. It got hot. You need, like, a ridiculous transmission cooler to have it drive okay. You have to re- I had to redo the converter and put a diode in it. For what? For, like, a very slight RPM drop? It was awful. And it wasn't controllable. It wasn't nice to drive. It was actually a pain in the ass. Honestly, the stick isn't that much better. I know you guys are going, what do you mean? Uh, stick is better. Stick life. To be honest with you, after I put a stick in it, I probably should have put synchros in it and just driven it that way. But I, you know, when it comes time to race, I'll appreciate that transmission. So that's why I took it off the road. I'm like, it's going to be a race car. It's not going to be a street car. That means I don't have to do AC crap. I don't have to do anything. And when I sell it, I will say, this is a race car. Get it out of my life. That way... Somebody that wants to race an S197 can take my car that has had three quarters of the stuff done with, drop it off at Chuck's and go, Chuck, I want a Turbo 400, Marillette rear, motor seems to be pretty stout, L&M unit making 1100. We'll see how far it goes with that. Um, the part truck might have a crashed Gen 1 car with a VMP Gen 2R. I'll hit him up. It might not even use a 352. Of course, of course not. Shut the fuck up. You talk all this shit on that 352. You talked all this crap that you knew more than anyone else, that you had secret sauce stuff, which we know you don't. You have theories that have been applied, proven, debunked, and you're trying to rehash them as if they're new to you and they're, oh, they didn't do the proper vetting. Bro, you don't have a garage. You could talk shit on me about my two shitty-ass garages. At least I have two shitty-ass garages. Um, which one are you talking about, Craig Walls? The, the blue one that they're fucking with up there at Chuck's? Yeah, that, that car is badass. Working to Palm Beach, setting up a boat show. Crackheads up here, drive a Ferrari. Hey, Nardi, are you going to the West Palm boat show? And when is it, next weekend? That's a good time. You want to see puss? You want to see pussy? A boat show. Oh, Nardi, if you're setting up a boat show in West Palm and it's on and popping next week, I'm going to be there. I'm going to dress... Like I got a boat and be like, I'm going to dress like I came off the golf course and be like, so, uh, oh, hey, uh, where's your uh, Midnight Express with the twin or the uh, qua- Quint 400s? <laughs> oh, fuck. I squeeze all the cubes in my ice tray for freshing glass of tea. Okay. The peasant chat is lit. He's got secret zesty BK sauce. Hard to beat. The breathing of a coyote. True. Turvy out there living in outer space. He will absolutely. And there's people like this. 
There are people that have never put a motor together. Like, never put a motor together. And to be told, I've never assembled a motor beginning to end. So that's why I don't speak on this. So, so I go, I don't speak on this stuff. But the people that do, they laugh at shit like that. They go, a 352? What are you doing? Oh, you know, I got this theory that if I shorten the stroke and make the rods this length, the well, how are you going to do that? You don't have a machine shop. You don't have anything. You have nothing. You're relying on a, another machine shop to do all your theoretical work. But if you're not actually doing the work you say you're doing, like engine assemblers, if you don't have your own machine shop, you're not an engine builder. You're an engine assembler because the builder is the machine shop. Still waiting on that intake, Turvy. Pull up and escalate. So when you're making only cab stickers, Turvy, don't even have a fuel system. Never mind that 352. Bet me. This is what Turvy's fuel system will be. Bet me. A five-gallon fuel cell in the engine bay. A holly blue. A red and blue fitting on the end of the line. A chrome line to a vacuum secondary used motorcraft carburetor. And it'll idle at like nine nine zero AFR. And he'll say, hey, you owe me a thousand bucks. I got a V8 in my car before you did. Um, Going to have to spray foam that darn aluminum block to keep it. Nah, there's people out there who've never done an oil change and they think they can build a production car. That's him. That's him. That's literally him. He's out there talking as if he knows anything about anything. As soon as Turby gets on the road, his custom throttle cable will get hung open and his homemade brake lines will break. Don't do it, Turvy. <laughs> Turvy over here talking shit with his multicolored new edge with arc welded fenders and spacers on spacers. I was at the pick and pull yesterday and saw nicer cars than this. Chrome line with a gauge. Nobody builds a 352. That's why it's going to succeed. You know, I'm going to get all the naysayers. My brother was that guy. You're my brother. You're my brother. And by the way, February 25th, 2024, is my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Carlos. Happy birthday to you. Everyone give a happy birthday to my brother, Carlos. Nice guy. I love him. He's my brother. But unfortunately, he's one of the most delusional people I've ever met in my life when it comes to builds. So, just to give you an example of what my brother used to say. Nice guy. Just does no shit about cars. He would say, he had a Mazda Protégé 5, guys. <laughs> um, let me see. Mazda Protégé 5. Okay? <laughs> yep. My brother had a car like this. Okay? Love him. But, you know, he it actually it was this car right here. Literally that car. It was a, a silver... Mazda Protégé 5 non-turbo, okay? And he would say, I'm going to make this thing all-wheel drive twin-turbo. <laughs> what? Yep, I'm going to make this all-wheel drive this. Guys, this. I'm going to make this all-wheel drive twin-turbo. I go, what are you talking about, man? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, what, what are you going to use? What transfer case are you going to use? What axles are you going to use? What, what anything are you going to use? What transmission are you going to use? What motor are you going to use? What turbo are you going to use? What platform are you going to use that shares? What are you going to use? Don't worry about it. You know, you're just a hater. You're just a hater. That's turvy. 
There are people in this world that think, thank you guys for giving my brother a happy birthday, even though he's a bit of a delusional guy. Carlos Flores, great guy. <laughs> he would say, I'm going to absolutely be three times. Now, someone like him, just like Turvey, would look at someone like me. And again, not bragging, but let, 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 let's, let's point out some facts. My black car went 10-1 with about 13 pounds of boost. My red car went 9-1 at 153. My Fairmont went 8-7 at 151. My GT500 went 8-1 at 169. I own a 700 railroad horse 699. It's a hat. 699 railroad horsepower ZR1. My notchback went 10-7 NA. He will look at you dead in the face and say, I know more about cars than you, Alex. And those are turvies. Those are the people that have never done anything and look at your accomplishments and negate all of them. And I'm like, bro, you haven't even done anything close to what I've done. And I'm blown away that you think that you got something on me. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Respect my belt. Hit the like button. Uh, send your supercharger to your email. Thank you very much. Let's look at it. You know, this, is, this is a pen chat. It's a good time about pen chat. We do whatever. Because I'm going to just load up after this and go uh, go up north and get my uh, my notch. Uh, Roush supercharger. Wow. Great. Great. Okay. Is your name in Spanish? Because your name in English is like a racial. It's K-I-K-E. So I know in his mind it's Kike, but <laughs> K-I-K-E, you might want to change that. Okay, look at that. Beautiful. Good job. Who is this from? Largo, Florida? Look at this. Boom, 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 boom. Look at that. Uh, Roush Phase 2 Supercharger from a 15 Mustang. Guys, that's basically a Gen 2R. All pulleys, brackets, crank pulley, airbox, intake tube, throttle body, wiring harness adapter for IAT sensor, S5, S550 heat exchanger, PNR spare tire well water tank, uh, Davis Craig EP150 small fabricated engine bay expansion tank, work fantastic, just removed for a Whipple, kit brand new, retails for 8300 plus shipping and tax, as well as the water tank and pump being extra. Jonathan Andrews, look at that. Bada bing, ba- look at that. That right there, oof, I need to clean that up. I don't, I don't need the balancer, <laughs> and I don't need the ice tank either. Uh, yeah, I don't need the ice tank. Fuck that. I, Donnie did it without an ice tank. I'll do it without an ice tank. I'll, I'll spray meth down the bitch if I have to. So there you go. Things I think I can get one of those, no problem. Buy that shit right now and just have it ready to go. I got headers coming. I got a converter. I got rear end. I, it's all good. I used to work with a guy who had a Honda Civic that said, wait till I get my eBay turbo kit. I'll be making 250 at the wheels. Just great. Jay Mank, thank you very much for the money. Tarlos. Alex, does LRX have the capability to display boost and AFR at the same time? Justin, are you analoging boost in? And no, I don't think so. Nickel SY50. I had a silver protege 5 when I was younger. Me and my friends called it the proto-gay. Happy birthday, Carlos. <laughs> Speaking of making something all-wheel drive, that guy's made SY50 all-wheel drive, has the front axle shaft running through the oil pan. Yeah, I saw the video and there's something about that video that just and again, congratulations and engineering feat. I don't care. 
I need to see that car making 650 all-wheel horsepower, launching, then I'll pay attention. You know what I mean? It's one thing to have a 400 horsepower car, be all-wheel drive, and everything functioning properly. It's another thing to have it make 600, dump the clutch, and see what happens. And then go, okay, because something's going to break. I'd rather everything be vetted and done and finalized and beefed up before I give it any attention. That's all. Rikin says, blame my parents. Yeah, your name is K-I-K-E. I can't say that in English. Ignorance is bliss. Turvey's case, delusion is bliss. Full-time job, EFI tuning. Brother still knows more. Thank you very much. I have a full-time job and I tune every freaking day. Matter of fact, Sam Yatgar, shout out to him. He helped me figure out something with a monoblade. Now, this is where you know certain people that say I can't tune have to just eat crow. My hand wasn't held, nothing. I went based off of theory. So Sammy had a monoblade throttle body fail the moment he would tip into it. So, but without getting too into the weeds, I didn't ask Junior about anything. I said, let me do this, let me do that. And then over the weekend, he did, he sent me a couple of logs. And I thought, you know what? I'm now relaxed. I'm not beholden to the ticket system. I'm just going to hammer this out. I remember my car had a monoblade throttle body, but I have an 11 to 12 calibration. So when you do a compare, you go, you know, this is different on my calibration that I remember having to adjust after 80 tunes, 80 in my black car. And that's how I was able to run a 10.1 at 138, 139 with relative low power. I said, let me just try it. The moment he was able to go watt, the car went 5.1, 60 to 130. A manual Gen 1 car. T56, VMP Gen uh, 3, R, fuel system, ID 1300s. He's going to go fours this weekend. Because I was able to figure out why the monoblade kept fail-safing. And it had to do with something, let's just say, what the torque the car thought it was seeing. You had to kind of hack your way around that. So shout out to him. He's enjoying this weekend. You can. Um... I don't know if the uh, LRX has input capabilities yet. Again, guys, if you have an N-Gage, the back of the N-Gage has three inputs, okay? Back of the N-Gage has three inputs. Older N-Gages have, oh, two inputs. So I have an old and a new one. Those you can analog a ZT2 box into. If you have an N-Gage and you want to monitor boost and you want to log it, Engage, engage, engage. LRX supports the latest and greatest stuff. So that means 11 to 23, you can all get tuned with one device. That's all. Uh, he's going to supercharge it and do some launches this summer. Apparently good. I'd like to see that. I'm five miles from Largo. What made what me to pick it up for you? No, no, no. Not yet. Let, let me just figure out. I want to get the Gen 1 here first and do some NA stuff. I had a silver Protege 5 when I was younger. Me, Okay, I got that again. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, good, 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 good. So we'll see what happens when it comes to that car. But again, it's going to be NA stuff. Senior senior has so many parts. Remember, the Grey Goose was just kind of like a nine-second, eight-second car for many years before it was like a stupid, crazy, you know, um, seven- and six-second car. So he still has all those parts. So I said, John, if you're willing to sell some of those parts, I'd love to grab the converter from you and the differential with the anti-roll bar. 
And then I can go have some fun with that. I found a mint red 14 RST with an illuminator while looking for your supercharger goal. Stop it. Where? Was it $40,000? A red 14 Roush RS3 with an illuminator? Guys, that's a $45,000 car. An illuminator. And that's what Sammy has. Sammy has an illuminator in his car. AJ says, Carlos would twin turbo and all-wheel drive converted it. All you did was resolve the monoblade throttle body issue. Light work. I think it's a thing where there's no way this guy that talks so much shit, me, can know more than me. That's why other people that just got into tuning think they know more than me about tuning. Meanwhile, they don't even know how to load a value file. Meanwhile, they don't even know how to load a value file. They're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Not a value. I didn't need any value file. No value file fixed that. I had to go. The throttle body is a torque requester. Your foot is a torque requester. How much torque is the throttle body requesting? Let's try this. And bada bing, bada boom. It was happy. <laughs> How long before you get the motor in your Shelby? No idea. Look. You guys want to be you 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 want to hear something hilarious? It's February twenty fifth. The GT five hundred won't, won't run until next year. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet the GT five hundred won't run until next year? The heads I'll probably get in a month or two. Then I got to gather everything and send it up to L and M. You think they're gonna have it done in five months? In the middle of race season, that bitch gonna be a year. That's why I was so pissed off at the situation with my motor. Incompetence, hundred percent incompetence. Brian says, I have a Lund boost box connected to them engage and I can't get it to read correctly boost. Is it calibrated wrong? Possibly. Yeah. Did you put the transfer function in properly? Does the sensor have a transfer function? Did you input that transfer function in that in in that uh, that uh, PID configuration? Also sent you email a fucking unicorn. Okay, let's go. Let's go. RS3. Thank you, Kike. Man, you got to change that name. Because if I say it in English, I'll get banned. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 13,000 miles. Guys, fuck GT500s. This, this is the holy grail of S197s. A Illuminator Roush Stage 3 Phase 3. With 10,000 miles. Oh, if it, if only if it was gray. Oh, my Lord. You need to stop it. Look right here, guys. Look right here. You see it? You see it? Illuminator. Oh, my Lord. Bro. Bro. That's the fucking shit right there. Oh, come on. In Florida. Nice garage. Or is this a... Or is this a trailer? It looks like a trailer. Bro, an illuminator. Bonita Springs, which is Sarasota, basically. Uh, don't say anything. His name is something Douglas. Bro, what a car. And it's in Bonita Springs, Florida, which is the other side of the uh, the state. Wow, good for you, buddy. An illuminator Gen 1 14 car with 13,000 miles. Sheesh. Alex, cancel that GT. Get that RS3. Good, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Fuck all that. Call out the machine shop so the Trinity owners can take their can't 
could call out that machine shop so other Trinity owners take their shit to him. I don't know what you're talking about. We were at Streaker Takeover in Bradenton, and my son came in second place, 12 old class in 2022 headers, Lun 2, and 85 manual, first time ever in, in an event, roll racing, and roll racing event the day before sucked. Guys, I, I love you, but Streaker Takeover mostly sucks. But Alex, you don't know anything. You, no one should take advice from you. Ortiz tuning. <laughs> I, Ortiz, Ortiz has never talked shit on me. It's his fanboys. They've never talked shit on me. I've, I've, I've figured out more shit than most of these guys have ever tuned. And yeah, the, 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 they don't like hearing the fact that a shit talker knows actual shit about tuning. It's, it, it, it fucks with their head. Man, that car's amazing. Key, K, Key K finding all the gems. Uh, Kite <laughs> needs an accent like Kike. Not digging the hood scoop. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a Raj RS3. You don't have to dig it. Get that before the 13 just got you. Ingot Silver is best in my opinion. That's how my twin 11 is. Put a one in the chat if you want him to get it. Ah, no, fuck that. Saw a white SF50 RS3 last week and new Smyrna rolling down Flagler Drive. Thought of Alex. I'll find you anything. Hire me. I will change the name just for you. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that crazy. Look, guys, the notch has to go nines and I sell it. Probably $9,000. I know it's probably a little higher, but it's my car. And the nitrous kit was installed extremely well. And that car is a C4 transmission. If a car runs 9.8, it will. It's, it's a second quicker than 10.7. It'll go 9.8, no problem. With a 150 shot. Uh, C16, just to be safe. I'm going to put C16 in it just to be safe. I'm not going to live on the pump gas game. C16, 24 degrees of timing. Run it. Check the plugs. Make sure that's good. And if it runs 9.8, 9.7, that car is a C4 transmission away from being 9.50, 9.40 car. Or maybe 9.30 car. That's a $9,000 car, car all day. Hell, to ten or eleven thousand dollar car, but the car needs a bunch of work. It needs a bunch of little things here and there that I'm gonna say. You know what? Like it needs power steering. Doesn't have power steering. It, it has a leak at the windshield. It has a fucked up rug. It has an oil leak in the oil pan. I'm just gonna put a diaper on the bitch, run it out the back, run nine eight, and sell it. Let the next guy do all that work. What is your option on a Whipple 132 on a Gen One Two Nine Whipple? It has to be the same generation. So whatever throttle body you get, it has to match the generation of the vehicle. So if you got a 132 on a, on a Gen 1, it's got to be a Gen 1 electronics throttle body. That was the tuning page that said that I sent you the screenshots on Insta. The tuning page that said that. Look, they can say whatever they want. Our customer base loves the fact that I'm working at Lund. Now, let, 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 let's, let, let's be honest here. Let's say Ortiz, VMP, or anybody, any other tuning company on the planet, would you hire me? Would you hire me? Knowing the fan base, the knowledge base, and then the, let's say, what comes along with hiring me. The backing of the channel, da-da-da-da-da. Sit down as a business person and say... If Alex, not that it would happen, if Alex was available to be hired, would it be a smart business decision to hire Alex as a tuner? Ooh, woo. The answer is yes. You'd hire me in a fucking second because you'd have a pit bull defending you, you'd have a guy pumping out tunes, and you'd have the Amory on your back. But your ego gets in the way because I don't work for you. So you talk shit. That's all. Your dad says, I'd hire you just to see those calves. 
Alex, what's your take on the... This fucking guy with the fucking cats. I'm sick and tired of cat questions. Look, you want to get G-E-S-A cats? Get them. Get them. What do you want me to do? Why would you want me to comment on cats? It's weird. Um, found a 12 manual 18 manifold PMAS Luntun for 12K. I'm seeing I'm about getting it. Mr. Potato's post was funny talking shit about the Amory. Just more, just the ginseng and taurine tunes you bring is more than enough. Uh, my boy Alex is high value asset. No one can have them. You understand, if you're a tuner or a tuning company out there talking shit, you would love to have me or someone like me on your payroll. Someone that defends you, someone that has um, shows that reach a decent audience. 440 people on a Sunday are watching me right now. On a Sunday morning, out of all things, before church and beer. So imagine you had that on your payroll and he was on your team. See, a lot of people talk shit on certain basketball players and football players. That guy sucks. That guy sucks. Wouldn't you want Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback? If you're the Patriots right now, you think Patrick Mahomes sucks. He's gay. His wife's a bitch. His brother's a punk. Oh, the Patriots are going to trade the whole fucking team for Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that sounds good to me. Stop it. Nobody, a peasant. Hey, Alex, what do you think of the GESI cats? Exactly. The answer isn't only, yes, it's fucking right you would get hired. For someone who, for someone with no pull in the industry, you sure do know how to bring in business. I'd hire you just for the workout routine. Exactly. When his YDBT interest is getting into the blower business and they'd hire me and pay me in shady sponsorships. Absolutely. You talk shit on me, but you would hire me in a second. And you're mad that I'm not on your team. And I'm on team fucking Lund. Plain and simple. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go pick up the notch. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a video once I get it down here, showing you what was done to it, giving you an update. Okay, this is the nitrous kit. It was installed. We'll talk about goals and we'll see about getting. Uh, guys, do me a favor. Email me a good timing light. Um, my timing light is an old piece of junk Sears timing light. And I'm looking for something decent that I'm going to use a decent amount because I'm going to need a timing light for many things. So, but I don't want something too complicated that has like 8,000 dials. I literally want a light to shine on the balancer when number one is firing. That's like all I want. But some people have these like, oh, you got to build in retards and build it. So hit me up on ydbtforlife at gmail.com. Send me links to uh, timing lights that you have owned and used and I'll pick one up. Then we'll get the car back down about four or six degrees of timing it's at 30 now so i can bring it down to 24 c16 fuel get after it and see if the car performs i'm going to go ahead and do a couple of na pulls just to make sure everything's good healthy wise and make sure that the afr is where i want it to be and once all that is good we can go ahead go back to the track do a actually i'm going to do a hit on the street with the night with nitrous a third gear pull pull over check the plugs make sure the rods don't fly out of it uh, plugs are good. Put it back in. We'll do a 60 to 130 on the street. And if on the street, 60 to 130 goes well, we'll go to the track and see if we can bust off a nine with it. And then it goes for sale and it can be gone from my life. All right, guys, have a good rest of your Sunday. Enjoy NASCAR or the rest of lights out or the rest of NMRA or the rest of whatever you're looking to do on your Sunday. I will see you guys on Tuesday for talking shit. We'll hang out then. We'll see if we can come up with a giveaway or two. We'll see if we can, um, wrap up what happened over the weekend and we'll give you an update on the notch probably monday night if i'm if i get the car back today and i can it's still daylight i'll start videoing it if not i'm too tired from the trip i'll probably get you a video tomorrow night 
get it edited, get it uploaded so you can be up to date on what happened with the notch and the channel. Have a good rest of your Sunday. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. See you later. Bye.